is Finn. Where is Finn? Is he in the kitchen? Does he have a pumpkin? Rima Tima Tim Tim. Dooba Dooba Dumpling. Poopy Doopy Piping. Monkey Watermelon. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We are still waiting for Badger, but I think it's already recording even without her. Uh-oh. Oh, there's Badger. Welcome to Sex Time. Welcome to Sex Time. And everybody is mad confused because they just heard a male voice. It's true. And it's not Emily. Because Emily is totally real, but she just can't join us this time. Uh, introduce yourself, stranger. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Taylor. Um, I am a male, as we have established. I don't know what else to say about myself. That that cannot be the end of the list. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got going for me. Oh, well, I mean, in the world, that's kind of a lot because it gets you pretty far. Yeah. yeah oh, definitely. Yeah. Too. Oh. Yeah, um, I don't have to try to do anything and just stuff happens for me. So we asked uh, people if they would like to to know how Babby is formed, or if pee come if pee is made in the balls. No, the 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 poll results came in. We put on Twitter and on Facebook that we are going to have a special guest, and I asked, "What should we ask this guest?" And the overwhelming winner was, "Is pee stored in the balls?" In the balls. So we've got uh, a man. Yes. Here, yeah. To answer this for us, Taylor, <laughs> is Hello. pee stored in the balls? Uh, yeah, pee is totally stored in the balls. Uh, everybody knows this. Um, that's why when guys really have to pee, the front of their pants get all swollen and uh, sloshy sounding. Oh. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've often wondered what that sound is coming from under the table in meetings. <laughs> yep. Um, but since we did ask another question since we have you here and who knows when this will happen again Mm. uh, how is Babby formed? Uh, so Babby is formed when a man and a woman put up with each other enough and the man uh, pees all of his ball pee into the woman's butt and then well sometime later she poops out a Babby amazing Perfect. I went to a public high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, um, so for those of you who, um, uh, I guess, are joining us for the first time or care or who gives a shit, Taylor is probably our most dedicated listener, which like, <laughs> why? Yeah, Taylor is our gold star listener. And he is actually developing a pen and paper tabletop RPG game and that ties into Adventure Time, which is the real reason that we're having him on right now. Is that? Oh. I thought we were having him on because we were only watching Adventure Time this week because we were boycotting Amazon and therefore couldn't talk about Sex in the City, so we needed to fill time. That's part of it, but I'd like to, because Taylor, you've watched most of Adventure Time. You definitely watched up to the point that we're at in this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm only about a season behind. Uh, so <laughs> that means you're on episode like seven. <laughs> oh, 
What? Wait, so we're in season two now of both shows. No, no, I mean, I mean, like, of the oh, nine like of the nineteen of seasons of Adventure Time. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So understood. Uh, so tell us about this like tabletop game you're doing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's the the. Hardest... What did you think we were bringing you on here for? Did nobody prep you at all? I mean, I've been busy, but you. No one has told me anything. Welcome to sex time. <laughs> Would anyone like to hear about my chemical pregnancy again? <laughs> you shouldn't have let him pee his ball pee in your butt, Kelly. You know, what you did at the time, you thought you were in love. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Anyway, let's talk about this game. Okay, sure. Uh I have a very difficult time summing it up. Like I don't have a good elevator pitch for it yet. Um, But it is a newbie friendly science fantasy game. Uh, Takes place on a a planet that's not Earth. I haven't had a name for it yet. Unearth. Unearth, yeah. It's it's Earth 2, the sequel to Earth. Excellent. Yes. We're going to have one of those for real eventually. Really glad to help you with this. Yes, thank you. You know, there there is a, a TV show called Earth Two. Have Have you guys seen it? Seen nope. Planet Earth Two? No, just just Earth Two. It, it's a it's a very bad science uh, fiction show from 1994, I think. Um, but the the one saving grace for it is that it has Tim Curry in it. Oh. Uh. I, I mean, I've seen him on, like, an episode of NCIS, so. You get the gist? So sometimes there's a fall from grace, and you have Tim Curry in 1970-whatever, and it's great. And then you have Tim Curry in the 90s, and you're like, oh, so that's what happened to Tim Curry. Yeah. I, I think he suffered some sort of, like, massive stroke at some point. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, he's not doing great, unfortunately. Well, now I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want to know something that is worse that I said? Hmm. Uh, at some point, I was supposed to order a thing for somebody at a job that I have. And I spaced ordering it and just kind of bluffed and said, like, it, it's on the way in some time. And then the next day, the guy had a stroke, and I was like, whew, got out of that. You. <laughs> we're, we're very off topic of the game. I, you know what? You need to take the breaks you can get. <laughs> in this, in this uh, especially as, as, as women, uh, we've already established men have it easier. Mm. We get to... You know what? We get to be okay if someone has a stroke. <laughs> but only if you were supposed to have done something for them that you lied about doing already. We're great people. Um, so let's let's actually back up. Uh, so I've heard a lot about D&D. Um, I know you and my partner Jordan and some other people used to play some version of that. But I've never mm-hmm. actually played one of these. Can you like walk us through what a tabletop game is like? What the 
what the gaming master does, etc. Like, what does a normal turn look like? I have played D&D, so um, if you're ever, like, frustrated by gaming master terminology from Badger, turn to me and you're in your in your time of distress. Uh, thank you. I, I really appreciate that level of support. I, I'm going to need it for sure. Uh, so, so D&D and games like it. Here, let me, I'm going to move something. Tell me, can you still hear me just fine? I mean, your sound's not that great to start with. I can hear you as well as I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no difference. Lateral move. Uh, okay. I think, you know, I can switch from my headphones to just the phone. It might be better. What? Let's give it a shot. Yeah, that might be better. But there's yeah, one thing one that we're, um, we're good at. We uh, deal with questionable audio constantly, so let's just change that midstream. It works. <laughs> All right. What, one second. All right. Is that better? Oh, my that God. That is a lot so better. So much better. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I can barely hear it you. It sounded like you, we were in the studio and you were calling in is what it sounded like before. Yeah, it made oh. it almost sound professional. <laughs> All right, so I just I'm just moved straight to the phone. Yeah, these headphones are um, pieces of shit. All right. Oh, you can't swear on the podcast. We have no idea how to block that out. Yeah, we are definitely not going to rate every single episode explicit. <laughs> <laughs> you neither of you know me very well. If you think I can censor myself, <laughs> neither you don't know us very well. If you think we're being genuine, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I've only listened to every episode once, so, yeah, I don't know uh, anything. Before we launch into much more detail, I just want to say, and I don't know if this is because of you, Taylor, or just because the internet is doing its thing, mm-hmm. but our podcast has really picked up listens in the past week or so. Hell yeah. Like, our most recent episode has almost 200 listens right now, which is, like, bananas. And Fake things. news. That's no, I swear to God. Uh, I will send you screenshots of the app. Like we've been averaging like 60 episodes or 60, 50 listens per episode. And all of a sudden things are taking off. And we have several episodes that are well over a hundred listens. It's uh, baffling. I've, uh, I've promoted you guys a little bit on other websites. Um, Not a whole lot of like, uh, like confirmation that people are seeing it, but like, you know, there's a lot of lurkers everywhere. So who knows? Well, um, we're not going to pay you, but thank you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, no. I, yeah, I was not expecting that. Uh, I've seen how at least one of you lives. I know you don't have any money. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's like the shittiest thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm right there with you. I make absolutely no money, so I get it. Well, you should talk to someone about that. Oh, please. Like, I have no negotiating power. Anyway, uh, so, okay, so, so, so D&D and those types of games. Um, basically, it's just collaborative storytelling. Uh, it really depends on what type of game you're playing, what system, and who is running it. Uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons can be just a game where you and your friends, you know, get drunk and you kill goblins with whatever characters you've generated, even if they're, like, pre-generated ones from the books um and that's perfectly fine that's perfectly acceptable there's no wrong way to play these games i guess um 
or you can be like super into role playing and super into world building and storytelling and maybe even romance if if everybody's okay with that uh <clears throat> the problem i think that there's two major problems with these types of games not by the way that they're designed but the by the way like the world works is that uh actually getting everybody together to play these games with some with a somewhat regular basis is impossible like the fact that anybody can do it at any time is a fucking miracle. Um, I can I can relate. We had a game going with a, a group of friends, and it was a very large group, like fourteen people. What? Yeah, I know. Um, so they ended up. So there was a couple that was involved in the game that ended up breaking up, but the people who were hosting it wanted everyone to still be able to play and didn't want to upset anybody. So we switched into two groups. We met on alternate, like, so, like, a bi-monthly schedule, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was just so unmanageable, and um, eventually, like, it just kind of dropped off. Yeah, yeah, that's, I don't know if I've ever had a group that had a natural ending point. It's always just like, well, I have to cancel this week, and you have to cancel the next week, and then, you know, somebody goes on vacation, or somebody gets sick, and then you just all lose steam. Yeah, and... it wasn't decided. It was just, it just kind of fizzled. Yeah, I, I think that's really common. Um, but then, so even if this, even if your schedules all line up miraculously, because you're all adults and hopefully you all have jobs, uh, group cohesion is very difficult. Um, I've had groups go where, you know, four out of the five people are, you know, they're BFFs, they're getting along, they hang out outside of the the group and they're they're all cool but then there's just one dude and it almost always is dudes who are just gross either are you talking about sean well you know hey (laughs) because we both know him yeah was my debate partner for a year and i've spent a lot of time with sean he's um maybe the he's not the single worst offender i've ever been around but i've been around him or I played with him enough. I ran games for him enough to know, like, uh, he's kind of irredeemable. <laughs> Just in his personal politics and how that all played out there. I, I Once he left the game, I, I did not miss him whatsoever. I feel like, uh, from what I know of Sean, in my the context that I knew him in debate, that he would be um, more like dedicated to the art of the game or whatever his interpretation of it was rather than like preserving people's feelings or things like that. Like he had a specific, I don't know, desire for things to go a certain way. And if other people didn't agree with him, he probably didn't have much sympathy for them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, And I think that's a pretty common mentality, uh, especially the, the, less inclusive a group may be it promotes that that type of behavior um but i I think he was emblematic with a lot of problems with the rpg community as a whole is that he and i don't i don't want to rag on one person for too long but since we know this is this is our new segment it's called shit on sean (laughs) (laughs) yeah didn't you recently want to do a narrow cast where you make a podcast just for one person yeah, yeah. Jordan and I are going to do a narrow cast called "We Know What You Did, not Kyle." Want to do that? <laughs> I can't imagine you're actually going to get Jordan to like show up and do it. No, God, no, no. He's way luck. too nice of a person. 
or no, like way too forgetful was my, uh, but whatever. <laughs> sure. Oh, he's a little <laughs> oaf. <laughs> yeah, in one of Ariana's music, her, her music video, he had to play an angry man. Mm-hmm. And it's just, at, at, the, at this point where she can't hire real actors, she needs to write characters that are basically the people she's going to cast. And this was mm-hmm. opposite. So if, if those of you are on our <laughs> Facebook page or our Twitter, if you saw pictures of a man in a gray shirt feigning anger (laughs) i posted a lot of screenshots from that video because hilarious that's jordan Mm -hmm. yeah he so i i knew that jordan and i were going to be friends for a very long time because i have uh at least twice completely accidentally kicked him in the balls (laughs) (laughs) how do you do that more than once well you know everybody was kung fu fighting we yes Absolutely. No, like we used to drink together a lot and he likes to wrestle. So What? <laughs> okay. He, I think he has changed since I saddled him with 18 babies. Yeah, he doesn't have any to... butt. You pooped out those babies. Babies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he uh uh, for as like shitty as I have been to him accidentally, he's never been angry at me. At least, not that I know of. So, uh, yeah, him being mean up to anybody is a bizarre notion. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So this this game you're developing. Oh sure. We're like very bad at staying on topic. I'm sorry. No, I love it. Uh, I have ADD, so it's good. What is the plot of your game? And can we play a round of it right now? Uh, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't have any pre-gen characters. I have no way of getting you those materials. Um, maybe D&D characters? Because I have one rolled. And you know me well enough that I think you should just, just assign me a thing. Uh, okay. Here, let me talk about yourself. Grab your pen and paper. I'm going to pull up something dice. real quick. Oh, okay. He's doing some work. So you and I need to talk to each other. Okay. I'm making um, dinner as we're doing this. I just put a pudding in a refrigerator to cool. What kind of pudding? It is tapioca, pearls, coconut milk, some maple syrup, and uh, some vanilla extract that I made at Julie's. Whoa. You made vanilla extract? Yeah. That sounds awesome. It's really good. I don't think I can ever have the stuff that you buy at the store. Um, yeah. But I still feel like like pretty cruddy. If I had more more sick time, I don't I think anybody would have seen me this week. And when I feel cruddy, I give myself permission to just eat a bunch of pudding. <laughs> well, of all the things to pick when you're sick, I think pudding is like definitely the best for you. Yeah. It, I'm pretty sure... It, it's healing to the body and if not the body to the spirit well and the spirit healing is the first step towards everything else healing mm-hmm. uh, my, my girlfriend went Christian. to oh, Taylor's back oh, I've been here the whole time <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, my girlfriend went to San Francisco for a conference and came back sick and got me sick and I am very mad at her for that so God, this is uh, why I live alone. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, made fun. I don't want today. Taylor's girlfriend to get me sick. Okay? It's it's Jordan what made me sick. 
Uh, and I was unreasonably angry. I stand in firm contrast to him where he's like he's nice and he'll like go the extra mile and give you the shirt off his back like whatever whatever you need he came home with a cold and now he has to die (laughs) (laughs) oh you guys okay well taylor what were you getting together uh i was grabbing a couple of d10s um just in case we needed to do any roll so uh in D D. Uh, as some of you know, it's a D20 based system. Uh, so roughly speaking, gives about 5% chance of hitting any number um, where 20s are criticals and ones are fumbles, yada, yada, yada. Uh, oh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm listening. Oh, I was about to start screaming, roll for initiative, because oh. that came up a lot. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a laugh. I'm very proud of myself. Okay. So uh, the the system that I've designed is based on the D10 instead. Um, oh. It makes it so that your you know your criticals, both good and bad, happen more frequently. Uh, combat is more dangerous. Uh, it is quicker to resolve. Um, and okay, so so uh, in D and D, you have your uh, your stats, right? Your strength, uh, dexterity, constitution, whatever, right? Right. Uh, and then <clears throat> with those, you have a modifier. So at 10 out of 20, that's a modifier of zero. At 12, that's a modifier of one, 14, modifier of two, and so on, right? But if you have a strength of 11, that doesn't do anything. So, and getting those stats to increase is very, very rare and valuable. So there's this whole like game theory about, okay, should I make my warrior with, uh, or fighter rather, uh, have a strength of 15, knowing that at this certain level, it's going to go up to 16 naturally and increase my modifier, right? But that's just waiting around for something to happen. That's investing points into something where nothing really changes. Uh, and I think that sucks. So I've, des- I've designed absolutely everything in this game. Every time your stats increase something actually changes. That's, I think, very helpful because as a novice mm-hmm. in d I kind of, um, I didn't know what I was doing because uh, the way that we were assigning our, um, our strengths across these different skills, I was just kind of like, I guess this is what makes sense. Um, yeah. And I was just stuck for a very long time with, believe it or not extremely low charisma (laughs) (laughs) so um it would have been nice to be able to kind of get out of that at some point to work your way out of 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 that yeah uh so the way i have it is uh you are you go from level one to twenty uh which is subject to change it could be level 10 or 30 whatever I, i actually decide on Um, but every time that you level up, you gain additional hit points based on your vitality score, which is your general health, uh, plus your size, general size of your character, right? What? Yeah. So, uh, did you not know that characters are different sizes? I mean, I didn't know that affected your stuff. Uh, it doesn't in all games. 
Okay. Yeah. So uh, I have a little thing where uh, your size can be anywhere from between one and ten, and that's generally speaking uh, how tall or how tall you are in feet. So a uh, human, I, I say generally speaking, averages about five feet tall. That's not necessarily true, but fuck it, you gotta have some sort of goalpost. Uh, for every point above or below that uh, determines how much health you gain on level up and how easy it is to hit you. So if you are, let's say, a human who is seven feet tall, you gain two extra points of health per level up, but your defense, how easy, easy it is to uh, hit you, <clears throat> goes down. So you're harder to hit, but you have more health. Okay. Or you're, you're easier to hit, rather, sorry. Um, and there's, I, I need to plot that out towards um, high-level characters and, like, prestige-level characters and see, like, if your health is increasing this much, does that, does that overbalance the, like, uh, defense points that you would get, your, your defense bonuses for being a smaller character? Because that value isn't going to change, but your health will. So I have a question. Yeah. Have you actually like done a test run with this? Or are you still working at it in like the theoretical abstract architect phase? Uh, I, I do have a working prototype. I could play it at any, at any time. But going back to the previous issue is that getting actually getting people to, together to do it is impossible. I will make time. I would love to participate in this. Cool. Yeah. I mean... My days off for the next few months are uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and those are pretty much uh, the only times I can do it. So I guess we'll talk about this in a few months after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have Saturdays off, and that was super nice. But then all... I, you know, I'm actually jealous of people who have days off during the week, because then you go do shit and no one's there. You can go to the bank, to the grocery store. Nobody's there. Yeah, I, I get to play out my very cool hipstery fantasies by having uh, um, brunch wherever I want. So that's nice. Oh, that's the life. <laughs> Jealous. Um, so I don't know how, how deep you want me to get into this whole thing. Um, one, I, I've had two design goals. One is that I have nine playable species uh that's you know humans tree people bat people whatever uh nine playable species nine classes <clears throat> and nine stats and they all play off of each other and i think a very fun and somewhat elegant way the second uh thing that i wanted to do is that every role that you make is one third based on your stats one third based on your equipment and one third based on just luck of the roll. So you can have like, you know, very high uh, perception and you can have like a circlet or whatever that increases your perception and you can roll really poorly and still have a fairly decent chance of, of succeeding. Um, I want to reward people who want to specialize deep into a pool without penalizing other aspects of their character. Where do the characters in your game go when they die? Ooh, it's funny. You should mention that. Uh, I am keeping 
aspects of that secret, like the actual <laughs> truth of that secret. But uh, why? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh just for now um, so we know it's not heaven so we know that so well heaven is not for real so. <laughs> heaven is a half pipe um <laughs> oh my gosh did you were we talking about this on twitter yes <laughs> i loved that song like whatever freshman year that it came out yeah oh my god i was i was obsessed with skaters <laughs> <laughs> i used to watch the x games i went to a special x games event Woo! Because I wanted to like meet skaters and inline skaters. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I got rollerblades. No, <laughs> I did. Oh my god! Oh shit! Uh, okay, where do your characters go when they die? Well, so, so, so every culture <laughs> uh, has their own beliefs, and uh, part of the world world building is that the planet that this is played on is surrounded in these like enormous chunks of rock that create uh, a perforated shell around the planet. Uh, I even have a little book about how that might work with actual physics. Um, And nobody has been on the outside of that shell. So every culture has some form of believing that the opposite side of that shell is their version of paradise. Or it's very the grass is greener. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so in it's fact, not one... a secret. Because you just told us. <laughs> <laughs> Every like everyone has a different version of that belief, but which one is correct, I'm not telling quite yet. None of them. Mormons. Uh, it was the Mormons. Yep. <laughs> there are none planet. on this planet, but they were right. Dang it. <laughs> I went to the um, the main temple square in um, Salt Lake City when I was on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a pretty mild, like, late summer day. And, like, the second we stepped onto the grounds, these, like, dark storm clouds started to approach. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah there was straight up a thunder storm and it was probably because my heathen ass wound up in like the mormon area <laughs> so but you know well played god <laughs> anyway um sorry 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 i'm looking for something because that's what happens when i record a podcast is i have to start looking through piles of shit that i have for things that are not relevant to the podcast I'll stop. <clears throat> you know, I didn't. I, I am a very, very busy and important man. I cannot be putting up with this sort of nonsense. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped. Thank you. Okay. Because um, otherwise, I'm going to go any... back to just sitting around on my computer, fucking around. Sure, sure, of course, valid. Um, is there anything else you want to add about your game, or um, any other details before we actually, you know, get into the? Um, like subject of our, our podcast uh, no, the subject of our podcast is, is we're gonna play around the game <clears throat> are we no you're not actually gonna make him like do yeah the game he says <laughs> he's got nothing else to do <laughs> i know but we have to go to bed eventually <laughs> like what like one or two turns like give us characters and then lead us through this earth the second adventure oh jesus Earth the uh, second, the first adventure of Earth the second. So, oh so God. what I love about uh, 
Badger not having any uh, experience with this is that session zeros take like eight goddamn hours. Well, you're you need to be adaptable. <laughs> no, it's not that he needs to be adaptable. The format is not like that. <laughs> well, I can. Like I think that. I can see why no one's bought this game. <laughs> Aside from it bad. not being available, it's, there's no sampler. You're right. There, you know what? I need to write a little choice adventure, a little two-hour thing, uh, and run it. The problem yeah. is, is that like you know, nobody told me we were gonna do this. Okay, Taylor. Here's my here's my suggestion. Hi. Um, have you ever um, have you ever listened to the Adventure Zone? Yeah, of course. Okay, I propose that we set up a special session of recording this podcast that is dedicated to actually playing the game. Okay. We do it in person and everything is prepared ahead of time because nobody wants to hear us fucking decide our character stats, okay? <laughs> you know, I uh, I think that is a wise move. Uh, I personally actually do like the character creation episodes. Um, but yeah, you there's a lot of preparation you have to do and a lot of reading you have to do beforehand um but because i know that badger had asked you to like get dice ready can you just do something arbitrary and make her think that this was part of the game and she'll just like be okay with it i can hear you nope you can't (laughs) i'm invisible (laughs) yeah (laughs) smart um what um what race and class would you give badger um Okay, so I'm going to make Badger a Zagarian. Uh, they are, if you mixed a boar with a mandrill and then put him up on his hind legs. That seems very right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, despite their appearance, they're not like a savage race or anything like that. I, I don't make uh, species or cultures like that. Um, and let let me look at the class. Um, <laughs> a mandrel's like a baboon, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, let's make you. Let's make you a mutilist. Oh, I don't know. I feel like, like a nudist for her. It is very much. You have to fight in the nude. Uh, it's all genital-based combat, yeah. Amazing. I'm so yeah. good at that already. <laughs> no, the... Uh... <laughs> okay. It's like, how did you know? What did Jordan <laughs> tell you? <laughs> he he comes to me when he's very upset with... <laughs> when you're practicing your katas in front of the pets. Uh, the, so the mutilist is the sort of like polymorph shape-changing class. Uh, whereas other games would have that be a species, this is a, a type of magic that you can do. Um, it really de- it really benefits from being unarmed because you can on the fly shape your body into weapons and armor and all sorts of fun stuff. Okay, do Kelly. What? Do what? What, what race and class is Kelly? <clears throat> oh, oh, okay. Uh, do, do you want to know what I had in D and D, or do you want to do this organically? Uh, I'm gonna do it from Taylor's game. No, but I, I want to hear what you had. What, what 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 did you like to play? Oh, I was a tiefling ranger. Tiefling ranger. Okay, so that's for a- those <clears throat> for those who don't know what a tiefling is. It's a human-sized demon-type thing with horns and a tail. Yes. 
they are they have demon blood inside of them and i also rolled for my weakness mm-hmm. as being an alcoholic Ooh. essentially so i played with the explicit motivation of i just want to find more booze and everyone loved it because <laughs> i was like i want to leave the party and find alcohol or uh, I don't care what we do right now, as long as there's rum at the end of the uh, of the path. And everyone was like, "This is hilarious." And I was like, "Oh, little do they know." <laughs> I had a, uh, a dwarf decker in Shadowrun who had a severe addiction to tobacco or nicotine, rather. And so, uh, session one, I spent all of my money to get an implant in his neck that was just like a gaudy, gross button. That he could just shove and it would shoot smoke down into his lungs. Wow. It was yeah. gross. Everyone just, whenever they wanted me to go anywhere, either like a very large character would just pick me up mm-hmm. or they would like fly me with alcohol. It was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, in that case, uh, your species is going to be Larkrum, which are kind of like a, like a bird's bird people. Uh, a lot of their culture is based around partying. Uh, in oh. fact, their their idea of uh, the afterlife is called the Great After Party. And let's see. Da, 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 da. You could be... Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. What? Um, you played Ranger. That's the thing that I did with my game is that I the fighting styles... Like a Ranger is typically, you know, daggers, short swords, and bows, right? Yes. I have divorced all of that from the classes that you play. So you have a class, which is all of your spells and spell-like abilities, and then a fighting style, which is completely separate. So you could be, um, let's just say, an Archon, which is a lot of fire and healing magic, but also play it with, you know, two-handed hammer or dual daggers or whatever you want. doesn't matter. Uh, So let's make you... A capella, which is uh, inspirational singing, uh, sonic damage, and also like wind-based powers. Huh. Interesting. So you get you get abilities to inspire. You get abilities to intimidate. You get like straight up force push with uh, sound waves. Uh, even be able to like shatter brittle objects and liquefy the ground. All sorts of cool stuff. Not saying you're like psychic or anything, but I was in choir, so. <laughs> yeah. cool. 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 And cool. you do make you make that sound sometimes. Okay, <clears throat> I still don't know that I've never consciously made the sound. I still don't remember ever doing it. I'll accept that it happened, but I just can't remember it happening. But you make that other sound too. Like say sorry in your customer service voice. No, I say that comedically and you hate it. Everybody hates it. I'm saying it as a joke. But it's still repulsive. So sorry. I want you to, yeah. No. Sorry. No. <laughs> I don't like it. You know what? It makes me happy. So fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, should we talk about adventure time? We can. Yes, we can. This is the furthest we've gone not talking about the thesis of our podcast. We usually give about 10 minutes to talking about like real life and how much we hate ice 
and then <laughs> we'll talk about the subject. I want you guys to know that I just drew our characters as Taylor described them. Oh, that's going to go on Twitter. Woo! I also drew a horse, but that was just a doodle. You know what? Horses are. <laughs> so when we were playing um, D&D, Erin bought her figurine off of like a custom um, minifig site. And she got her um, character on a horse. So she had to incorporate the horse in the game. And it was like, it was amazing. She was like, remember, I'm on a horse. I can jump really far. (laughs) Wait, I'm on a horse. Can I fit in this cave? It was pretty funny. Can't drive a car. Can't go up an escalator. (laughs) There's There's a show, uh, a Pathfinder show that I really like where uh, a character wanted to do mounted combat all the time but it was like i can't go into a cave on a horse i can't go into anybody's house on a horse or anything like that so he made a halfling uh who rides around on just a big dog (laughs) smart (laughs) it works um all right well let's uh let's talk about adventure time so we watched two episodes Mm mm-hmm the episodes were called something. Power Animal. Mm-hmm. And Crystals Have Power? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Both good. Yes, both very Jake-centric. Mm-hmm. And Jake having to rescue Finn in both of them. See, I oh, did yeah. watch yeah. them. Okay, so uh, uh, let's start with... Uh, with uh, Power animal. That was what it was called? Power animal? Yep. Um, who wants to do the synopsis? I think Taylor should. Uh, sure. I actually wrote two pages of notes. <laughs> what? You did, you've done more work than we've done some total for this entire thing, you know. I used to write notes uh, for Sex in the City, but that was exhausting. <laughs> Sex in the City is dead to us right now. Yeah, I... Um... I've I've tried to convince people to boycott Amazon not just for Prime Day but uh, forever until they clean up their act if they ever do. But I I don't think people are gonna. I have to watch it on um, Amazon Prime because I downloaded the first season with a torrent and I got a notification from Comcast in my email that I mm. should not do that again. And since I don't want to get uh, I don't know, my internet shut off forever. I'm, I've been using Amazon, but I am participating in the boycott this week. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the synopsis is uh, Jake and Finn are throwing a rooftop party, and everything's going super great, uh, but there's this very large gnome person who I have called David the Large Gnome. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, I forget when it is, but he he mentions that Finn is like super cool and has lots of energy and is is it's like right from the start. Is it okay? Basically. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah, so they're up on the rooftop party to look at the celestial alignment. And Princess um, Bubblegum is there for that. Yes. I like the music that they have on in this part. It's cute and it's soothing. Yeah. Um, and part of this, well, I guess we can talk after the synopsis. Um, so Finn is abducted at night by David the Large Gnome uh, and is taken to the Beneathiverse where it is revealed that David the Large Gnome is actually several gnomes stacked up on top of each other 
and he is the what? What's his title? Oh shit! Does anybody remember? I, I think didn't write it down. I watched this like an hour ago, and I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, he's the the just the king of all gnomes. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Uh, so he he calls Finn a living dynamo, which <laughs> means that he. He wants to use Finn and his limitless energy to uh, power a machine, and I have it written down here, to flip over the whole world so we can, quote, be on top. <laughs> uh, let's see. And the whole, the whole episode is largely like Jake knowing that he needs to go get Finn, but then getting distracted by stuff. Yes, Finn has uh, potentially ADD. Jake. You mean Jake? Oh my god! How many episodes have I done this? Everyone. 40? Yeah. God damn it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Now, we, you know, you've, you've talked about this before, is that you only have to remember, like, two characters. I know. And Badger has to remember four, but she only calls them by, like, what's her name, so-and-so, and Cynthia Nixon. Yeah, because that's, like, the, the full extent of their character. I am... But- trying so hard i don't know why it is so difficult they're both like one syllable names four letters each i guess that's probably part of the problem yeah but one of them's a dog a stretchy dog doesn't matter <laughs> the names are very similar anyway it says it in the title every single time jake my jake the dog eat. and finn the human right or it yep. could be Finn the dog and Jake the human because they're both <laughs> so similar. But they're eleven-minute episodes. You hear this song every eleven minutes. Jake might have EBB. <laughs> okay, let's not minimize that he might have a problem. Okay. Now, now I've never been to your your apartment or condo or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, if I ever do, I want to see two post-it notes on your TV. One on the left side that says Finn equals human, and then another one that says Jake equals dog. Um, if I have post-its here, and if I do, I will definitely put those on my TV and put that on Twitter. Thank and you. It, you Thank know you what? Very much. It's going to help me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, oh, uh, yeah, Jake gets distracted first um, when he wakes up and sees that Finn isn't at home. Um, and instead of looking for him at first, him and BMO just sing and dance around. Yeah, right? I, I've recorded that song and that's um, introducing today's episode, by the way. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then the second time he gets distracted, it's because he's just sitting on his front stoop with BMO eating a sandwich, just calling out his name, not actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then gets distracted as soon as he decides to go do something by a dancing bug. I love the dancing bugs. I can do that dance. Mm-hmm. I still do that dance. <laughs> okay. I love, I love that Jake is like, knows that he's getting distracted and shouts at the bug to stop shaking it. And the bug's like, shaking, it's all I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, all the other bugs run up. They're so excited. Oh, yeah. Um, what what happens next? Uh, Finn is thrown into, I think they call it a plasma ball, right? Because he's all done with the the hamster wheel thing, mm-hmm. uh, which weirdly looks like a go go cage. Yeah. <laughs> well, he it is. They need his energy from sexy fun dancing. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, and then it goes back to Jake. It, this whole episode goes back and forth between the two quite, quite fast. Uh, and he's chugging, I think he calls them crash shakes. Did I mishear that? Um, yeah, I, I don't, don't recall remember. that part. No? Oh, dang. Um, yeah, they're they're like out on the front lawn and he's just chugging some green shakes. Oh, that's right. For... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then he kind of snaps out of it and he's just like, oh, I need to go look for him again. Uh, <laughs> but I really like this part where uh, he's like, in order to find Finn, I have to use all of my senses. And he goes through smelling, hearing, tasting the ground, and then finally just looking at the tracks. Um, he then goes and he follows the tracks and sees a couple of water nymphs or elementals or whatever they are. I think uh, they call themselves mermaids. Are they? I yeah. think they're, they're referred to in the show consistently as uh, water nymphs. Really? Yeah. But they were telling a joke about mermaids, right? Oh, were they just talking shit about mermaids? I think I they, they were just trying to tell a joke. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Jake tells uh, the Arrested Development joke. I, You know, I blanked out what that joke was. What was it? He was like, uh, what happened to the guy who lost his left egg and left, <laughs> left leg and his left arm? And they were like, what? And he was like, don't worry, he's all right now. Right. And then laughs so hard at his own joke that he blacks out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's dragged to a party because he blacked out. I, I actually I told that joke um, at, a, at a wedding that actually Kilhi and I were both at because that happened to uh, one of our friends, uh, a person um, she it- knows. It happens to, oh, it happened to her um, boyfriend's brother. He Dang. he lost. It had to be amputated. Yes, uh, something very tragic happened. Uh, his life was saved, but he d- he's all right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> God, you know what? You told that joke to her like two months after it happened too and she was still like dealing with the ramifications and you were like uh i see an opportunity here and i'm gonna take it when when will that opportunity ever come again the next time you see her or like after maybe six months have passed i don't know i don't know well our relationship anyway (laughs) badger's like uh if the opportunity presents itself the joke is more important than the relationship i guess i guess i guess i can definitely uh uh sympathize with that i can i've been there many many times (laughs) Uh, Um, i think it's fun to laugh at your own jokes also yeah yeah my favorite thing is explaining mine (laughs) i have a really bad habit of uh seeing a funny thing online that is entirely reliant on a visual gag and then trying to tell it as a joke because I'm very stupid. How many people hate you? Oh, everyone. That's why I have one friend. Jordan. Yeah. Oh my God. That's funny. Cause he only has one friend. <laughs> Yay. Oh, Oh, that's so sad. Uh, it works for um... them. <laughs> and we see each other like, every three months or so oh really 
Yeah, it's not frequent. Jeez. Yeah. Well, and because we used to be movie buddies, but now that I don't have weekends off, it's just kind of, that's gone out the window. It, this kind of explains why you've engaged with us so much on Twitter. I am just desperate for connection. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Same. Same. <laughs> Um, so, so Jake is, um, Jake, the dog yes. is at a, um, party on a, a cloud with the cloud people mm-hmm. while, um, Finn is undergoing this battery of tests. <laughs> oh yeah, I went, oh, that was good. You know, it was good. Um, and, um, uh, this, um, like wolf head party like, gun, party God shows up. And gives Jake a wish. And Jake wishes for the ability to rescue Finn rather than just for Finn to have been rescued. Which, like, I get why they did it narratively, but it's also like, come on. You could have, like, had an out with this. But okay. Okay. Jake can okay. He can make some bad decisions in the moment. Mm-hmm. Always thought through. So this, uh, party god um is granting the wish and jake is like why am i why? okay first of all i thought taylor was doing the synopsis why am i doing it now because you <laughs> took over taylor continue okay cool uh so finn like gets super beefy and upset and like kind of hulks out right mm-hmm. and he gets a very rippling man body which is very strange to me and beats up all the gnomes, except for you find out, oh no, it was part of a dream that they put him under to get his juice. Or whatever it is. <laughs> and he's, uh, at some point, he's like, no more pajamas in his Hulk fantasy. He ripped yeah. up his pajamas. He's been wearing his pajamas this whole time, and like they're greasy and stained. And you can see he's been sweating through them and drooling. Yeah, super gross. But I, I love that he wears those like old old prospector yeah. one like butt flap <laughs> always been jealous of those um Adding so to christmas wish list <laughs> <laughs> i have to um i have to extract a cat from a place a cat shouldn't be Uh-oh. so keep talking but i'm not with you right now okay that's cool <laughs> yeah it, yeah Oh, now that she's gone, we can get to the real yeah. work. I mean, really. Can, can you imagine Finn and the Lich? <laughs> Let's ship that. Uh, ooh. I like his one horn. Yeah. The one and a half I... horns. Oh, I actually yeah, yeah. got scolded the other day for um, giving giving Kelly too many spoilers because she's she's so consistently dissatisfied with the pace that this show is moving at mm-hmm. because it's not it's not picking up on those you know like gut punch episodes it takes a little while to get to so my yeah. my impulse has been to to give teases as to the things that are coming but it he's right I, I really shouldn't give any indication that this show is going to change because that she has to watch it like Sex in the City is not going to get better, and I have to watch right. that. <laughs> and Adventure Time yeah, that... is going to get better, and she has to watch it anyway. So why, why am I doing any work to try to keep her interest? Yeah, and, and it's not like with Sex in the City, you 
you, you might miss out on background details and that you only you'll only catch on the second viewing like no it's it's just there yeah it's all very surface level it's uh yeah it's like watching a puppet show with paper dolls <laughs> yeah you, you're I, not I remember, gonna get that in depth yeah i remember watching uh adventure time and you know, I, I'm pretty sure it's really early on, but you see just a, a an old car all husked out, overgrown with plants and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's but in it's the in opening it's... credits. Well, oh yeah, sure. Uh, I didn't notice it then because, again, I'm stupid. But um, but I, I remember just thinking like that implies quite a lot that I hadn't really considered up until this point. And then yeah, I think like a season later they start getting to, into the really heavy stuff and oh i don't think you're stupid thanks crisis averted what's going on what were you talking about were you like being so nice about me we totally. didn't talk about you we talked about adventure time i mean yeah that thing that sounds right <laughs> uh, anyway would you um, be more upset so if the choices were some nobody was talking about you or people were talking about you but wasn't nice would you prefer the second option i would prefer not being talked about okay Um, you would prefer being ignored or like invisible which well i mean i'm not the kind of person who wants attention at all costs if that what if that's what you're asking i know it seems like it because i know you think i'm the worst (laughs) um but it's okay if you're not talking about me as long as if you are talking about me it's not mean okay we weren't talking Hmm. about you so (laughs) so the the Uh... synopsis (laughs) so synopsis to me means kind of a quick overview and then let's let's talk about what we liked or didn't like Uh, I feel like we've gone through scene by scene (laughs) And but I feel court, like we like do that verbally with, reconstructed the show. I feel like we do that a lot with Adventure Time. But now that like now we, that I'm hearing it, I wonder if we should. Well, um, <laughs> so what do we take from this episode? Um, Jake is easily distracted. Finn mm-hmm. is apparently a valuable resource. Um, Jake finally comes out of his gaze when he realizes how realizes how important Finn is to him, and he has the wherewithal to ask if ask party god if his blessing is like a monkey's paw thing and party god says yes and then barfs a bunch of bright god light out of his mouth (laughs) he gives him the what is it he has to host a thousand demons yes a thousand partying demons (laughs) so and i know i've said this before that um adventure time is like child-friendly uh, Rick and Morty, but this episode felt a little Rick and Morty-ish to me. Oh, yeah. also, I did I did talk to my friend who has uh, little littler kids, and they watch Adventure Time, and she said that it's it's fine. The only thing that she thinks might make it um, not a good kids show are some of the more emotionally based episodes where mm-hmm. it's like not keeping the kids' attention. But as far as the content of like handling death and loss and and sexy fun time dancing it's not an issue okay that's fair i i from that discussion i still maintain that i if i were a parent might uh not want my children to see this but i'm not 
I'm definitely not judging any parents who do let their children watch this. It's it it comes down to a personal preference. I'm not going to try to police anybody's parenting. Well, does that make sense? Yeah, and uh, it, but it did seem like you were being prescriptive. So I asked the only parent that I knew who has kids that are in that age where it might be questionable, and that's I'm just telling you what I found out. No, and I and I accept that, and I am. Um, I'm not going to cast any aspersions upon anybody. I I may do differently if I were to ever have children, but I realize this is a personal parenting decision. Are we all I, cool parents? Uh, no, I, I take... You're not a parent. I wasn't asking you. <laughs> <laughs> He's never I... peed in a butt. That's Wait, true. actually, I don't know for sure if you're a parent or not. I've known a lot of people who I would assume were childless, and then it turns out they weren't. So if I if I have made um, an assumption, I'm sorry. Uh, I the the closest I have is two guinea pigs. Oh, you're a guinea pig person too. I am. I am. What are their uh, names? What are their names? Uh, I have Whistler and Oswald right now. Okay. Uh, we just had one. Uh, our oldest one was Blade, but she recently had to go. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. She was a a rescue piggy. That actually mm-hmm. predates me joining the rescue by by like a couple weeks. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was a super cute, super pretty, um, but her breed is susceptible to osteodystrophy. Dystrophy, so her bones were just crumbling and hollowing out, and there's oh. just nothing you can really do about it. Yeah, poor that's, baby. That's what we. That's why we hate breeders. And I yep. am using that word as it's intended because they, you want a shiny pig. You want a pig with a semi-translucent hair shaft so it looks shiny. Well, guess what? That The genetic writer there is osteodystrophy, which causes the bones to appear thick on radiographs. Uh, but they're actually shedding so much calcium that your pig eventually ends up not able to move just with just hairline fractures everywhere. Yep. <sighs> I had to hand feed her around the clock for two months. Like every couple hours had to do hand feeding because uh, she couldn't even, her front front legs were completely useless. So, oh. yeah. I, I, I've come to a realization that with my cats, like I've, start, I've started to accept that my cats are starting to age and I'm going to have to make those very difficult decisions. Um, but when you have multiple small animals that do have a shorter lifespan, I don't know how, I don't know how you recover from this so consistently. Oh, with, um, you don't. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, you have to move on. You have to like pick up and like go to work and do the things you have to do. And I just, I dread the day that my cats have to be, have to be put to sleep, if, if it comes to that. And um, you've you've had to experience. The, oh God, why are we getting so dark? I'm sorry because it's adventure time yeah Yeah. and i think the next episode we discuss does get kind of dark um just just a smidge right um but i i dread it but i know that everyone around me lives it on a much more frequent basis than i experience and i i feel for you all so much i'm so sorry yeah i i would compare doing animal rescue and having this many animals as like wearing a a heavy vest 
that at any point in time can generate a disabling electrical shock to your whole body. Yeah. Because there's there's our pets that we have that we love. There's our fosters that we cry even when they go to a good home. Uh, there's our graduates that we cry when we find out that they've passed. And it's constant because there are so many animals in need. Yeah. We used to, uh, when I was growing up, uh, we were uh, beagle breeders, but not just breeding them out whenever they were available. Like it was a very prescriptive, very limited kind of thing because uh, we did um, AKC field trials. And so there's this whole like controlled lineage and stuff. So there's no inbreeding or any of that nonsense. Uh, but yeah, we had tons of dogs and it kind of felt like every other month we were having to put one down or one got run over or something like that. So yeah. you get unfortunately a little callous to it, but uh, I think there's a, there's a really big difference between putting a dog down that has a certain level of, of intelligence and autonomy versus putting down a guinea pig or perhaps a rabbit where its world is so small and it's perhaps not emotionally complex. Uh, and so it just doesn't have a frame of reference of what's happening or what's going on. And if it's injured, does it know? Does it understand? It's, oh. I think they are as emotionally complex as a dog. And you think so? I think so. Most people are not like as clued into seeing them, but I've seen them go into like deep, deep depressions at losing yeah. their, their mate. Um, I mean, Marcy was extremely intuitive. Yeah. Marcy was, was a very special pig because she was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcy taught you everything she knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's everything I know. What I knew before wasn't worth keeping. People, I think if we're going to have a thesis statement out of this, people should cherish the pets they have and be very deliberate when they bring a pet into their home. And realize that pets are um, a member of their family and um, should treat them as such. And they're not disposable and just relish the time that you have with them because it is probably going to be shorter than you want it to be. Yeah. And to anybody who like buys their kid a rabbit for Easter and then gets bored of it in a couple of days, go ahead and just throw yourself into a lake. Uh because you're a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, nobody should be giving any pets as a gift. Um, like, especially a surprise gift. Yeah. It's just, it's so irresponsible. <sighs> anyway. Should we talk about the next episode of Adventure Time now? Tree Tunks. <laughs> um, Tree Tunks, the tiny elephant. This is the first um, episode I feel that had this level of um, continuity and calling back to previous episodes uh, so far as, and I think, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, this is, this links back to an episode from uh, season one, like a pretty early season one episode. So to give a very brief synopsis, I'm going to try a very brief synopsis. Um, uh, Finn gets abducted by these crystal folk and um, Jake has had this like epiphany about being nonviolent 
and he follows Jake into this portal he's been abducted into and Jake is um, trying to save Finn from being turned into crystal but he's become like a pacifist because of like trauma from his childhood childhood and beating up his brother and his dad egging him on and stuff like that and um, he he's trying like nonviolent means of rescuing Finn and it's not working and it turns out that um, Tree Trunks is trying to turn Finn into a crystal person because she wants to marry him and then in Finn's, uh, or sorry, Jake's hallucinations of his dad and his brother, he realizes his dad was like only be violent to like bad people, and he he uh, becomes uh, physically uh, aggressive to try to resolve the issue and ends up kicking the crystal apple out of tree trunks that had like portaled her into this weird crystal kingdom, and then she. Um, is saved from being a weird crystallized, crystallized horned up elephant, and she becomes a normal little tiny horned up elephant for Finn. <laughs> so is that pretty? Is it all right? Yeah, I uh, I read that the, the character Tree Trunks is basically written for the voice actor who does Tree Trunks, who is Pendleton Ward's like like an old family friend or a neighbor, so that like saucy kind of hippy dippy thing is a real person i love i love that voice (laughs) i love it i do i i will fully admit that i was not a big uh fan of tree trunks for a while uh it took a long time to grow on me but now i do love her yes especially with is she has the what's the pig's name mr pig is just mr okay has that has that been a thing yet? Oh no, that that's okay. way later on. Who's Mister Pig? Nope. Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she calls herself because she's like possessed by the crystal, right? It's it's yes. corrupted her in a in a way, and she calls herself uh, Quartzia, the Crystal Queen, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she, yeah, he, she definitely does get horned up in this because she calls, um, she calls Finn. She's like, I'm going to turn sexy. you into crystal. You're, you'll look awesome. You'll be my sexy crystal king. And and Finn is still a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like not not 13 yet. Right. He's still a child. But Even to, if he was 13, he would be a child. To be <laughs> fair, we don't know how old uh, Tree Trunks is. Uh, let's pretty assume. old, I think. What, just because of the voice? No, because remember, all, well, you and I can talk about it offline. It happens later. It's more yeah. recent season. Suffice it to say, Tree Trunks is likely an adult, right? Yes. Yes. Very adult. So this is gross. <laughs> well, it's it's the it's the crystal's fault, not hers. Well, except for mm. the ending. She's back to normal and she finds Finn very cute. She wants to kiss him. He, he blushes. Yeah. Um so these are two episodes with um, a very strong, like, um, Jake needs to overcome something in order to rescue Finn. And I, um, I haven't seen two episodes this similar back-to-back so far in the series that I can recall. I think it's hilarious that Jake's version of being like very, very non-confrontational is he sort of rolls himself up in an egg shape <laughs> so that he's about... <laughs> six inches off the ground with his leg and sort of an oblong and he he's just soft. like hey man 
hey man don't do that to my friend i like when he makes himself as big as the door and like gets that really deep voice but is still got little noodle arms (laughs) just kind of like whapping them on the guy's face (laughs) i'm not hurting you am i oh go away (laughs) who's that voice i didn't have a chance to look it up but it sounded very familiar yeah i don't know it could be could be Pendleton Ward. I think he he does a handful of voices. It was uh, it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then she she smokes all those crystal dudes. Right, <laughs> yeah. they run up and they're like, "Love you, Portia. Your love is not enough." <laughs> <laughs> she vaporizes them. <laughs> um. So I kind of liked that these two episodes were um, pretty similar back to back. And um, I felt like these, uh, there was a certain like darkness that was evident in both of them Mm -hmm. that we, um, we've been sort of creeping towards, but this is the first time I feel like it's been this kind of blatant. Anyway. Yeah. I I think this, the whole series does a really good job of making, um, like the the small cute characters feel threatening and making the you know a big demon or whatever very relatable and almost childlike i think that's a something that kind of happens in a cycle in this so what um what do you like as a whole about adventure time what um what has drawn you to the show because you've seen it obviously before we started the podcast. So I what's in it for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I get bored and I need no. Um I really like it because it is it takes a lot of like high fantasy tropes and not necessarily like turns it on its head, but just says like, okay, the rules are such and such for this episode but aren't necessarily going to be the same rules for the next episode oh yeah but the rules in each episode i think uh are are taken to their natural conclusion yeah so it's they're committed absolutely yeah um and i think it's uh, isn't it the one of the first episodes where it's the the reign of daggers Mm-hmm. Right. and they're just no, treating that it that wasn't one of the first ones that was actually pretty recently I think I think either late season one or early season two uh, mm-hmm. it was recent enough yeah but but it's but just... I, I love that yeah <laughs> it's just stuff like that where they're just treating it like oh it's just another day is yep. really this is just what happens here yep <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it would be remiss not to talk about the other side of the coin of this show. Uh, How do you feel about Sex in the City? Uh, hmm. So have you ever heard of a podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time or something like that? Yes. No, I haven't. So it's uh, two comedians from New Zealand who watch the same bad movie every week for a year. And they. Oh, I've heard of this. I just didn't know the title, I think. Yeah. So the first season or the first year that they do is for uh, Grown Ups 2. And Uh I think it's hilarious because, especially about 
three quarters of the way through, they're just like, I don't know what else to say about this thing. We're going to talk for an hour and there's just nothing more we can get out of this. I'm so depressed. And, <laughs> and if that wasn't bad enough, season two is they do Sex in the City movie number two. Oh, that's rough. Which How I would have... you know? <laughs> I've you seen, seen almost two seasons of Sex in the City. So yeah, that's rough. Well, um, uh, I think... good. I think season two is the one, or I'm sorry, the, the second movie is where they end up being in the Middle East for part of it. Oh, yeah, for most sounds... of it. Yeah. It, it is perhaps the single really most good. offensive thing I've ever it's seen. It's exactly what you think it is, Badger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that movie is almost the entirety of my exposure to the show. And it is, it's that unwatchable. Or, or two people reviewing that movie over and over and over again over again in some kind of purgatory <laughs> uh both I, I i have actually seen the movie with my two human eyes and i wish i could claw <laughs> them out um I, but I, there's that empowering scene where it turns out those women were wearing haute couture under their hijabs <sighs> that's probably the most tame scene in the whole thing <laughs> <sighs> oh boy <sighs> this is I grim. Why, I don't know how you could watch that because um, there's so much context in that movie from like this the show that if you're if you ever watched the show it probably didn't make any sense. Have you seen this movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I didn't think that I needed any more context. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, Aiden's in it, so. Um... <sighs> And you know how much I remember about Aiden? He was the white guy that showed up in the market. I don't care. <laughs> I just, he had no consequence to me. The, you know what I, I do remember is, uh, and this is a spoiler for the very ending of the movie, one of those fucking idiots gets a free apartment so she can be away from her kids. And she also has a full-time nanny. Oh, that must have been Charlotte. One of the brunettes. Like yeah, it must have been Charlotte. How many of them have kids? Oh shit, she doesn't know anything about this. Yeah, eh. Who cares? Oh no! So there's a season where like one or more of them is pregnant. I'm Taylor. Fucking say a word. No, I I told you everything I know. I just have one question. Hello. What? How girl get pregnant? <sighs> Same way. How, how baby formed. Baby formed? wait those are the same ah crap <laughs> I need to make an appointment <laughs> uh, yeah so they're just all bull complaining pieces of shit and I hate them well I are you sounds keep... fair enough to me Have, so you haven't been watching the episodes as we've been reviewing them why would he why would no. anyone we're doing this so they don't have to are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it to save people from one show and invite people to another show. I I remain adamant that there are going to be things that happen, characters that emerge, storylines that occur, that you're going to be like finally taking a side with somebody. I mean, we'll see. 
right now every week I just feel like I'm falling on my sword for no reason. You're just, falling on the sword for comedy. Just just it's not funny. <laughs> Badger's reactions are funny. Sure. <laughs> yeah. They're not that funny though. I mean this podcast is is long and grim. We talk about SADV all the time. And I don't know what else. SADV? Sexual assault, domestic violence. Oh. See, this is one thing that Badger does is say an acronym and then get frustrated with me when I don't know it. I wasn't frustrated. I was telling you what it is. I don't know. Okay, sure. I was frustrated with you. (laughs) Join the club. Everyone hates No, I honestly, like anybody who can sit down and watch this show and not enjoy it, but still do it over and over is a goddamn hero. Thank you. Stronger than the Marines. Hero (laughs) what? No, I I, I kind of want to watch the show uh, along with this this podcast, but like, why? why would you like would you hear about the podcast and then be like that sounds good that sounds okay i'll watch that i don't think that's yeah. no i don't think that's why people would watch i think people would watch to um either align themselves with the criticisms that we've brought up or to identify their own criticisms i mean there are certain things have you ever listened to the podcast how did this get made yeah you don't watch those movies for pleasure. Uh, if, if you're watching <laughs> along with the show, you're watching so you can understand the references and also agree with them or think, oh, you know what? I think they were being too hard on that part or whatever. Well, our only listener is Taylor and he's on with us right now. So that's, there's that's nobody patently. left to listen to this episode. That's patently false. We're starting to actually accumulate people listening to this, and I don't know how they're coming in, but they are. I don't know who I they don't... are. Well, nobody's going to listen to our, what I'm guessing is going to end up a 90-minute episode. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure that once they hear my dumb voice, they'll all go, oh, I'm done with this crap. Oh, everyone's so self-deprecating today. <laughs> we all hate ourselves. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to say about Adventure Time or Sex in the City? Um, let me look through my very comprehensive notes. I texted you guys the pictures I drew. Of, okay. Of oh, the cool. zeitgeist monster and the bird head. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. I love it. I haven't looked at it yet. I'll look at it later. <laughs> <laughs> that pig person is dancing. Yeah, that's that's what I thought you were describing. <laughs> Why wouldn't a boar <laughs> mandrel want to do a, oh, a little man. jig? At the first, uh, at the end of the first Adventure Time episode, do they say at the very end, "Let's go eat cinnamon bun"? Yes, they do. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved what it. What the fuck? I loved it. He did nothing wrong. Yeah, that is hilarious. But he's made of cinnamon and sugar and dough. I think <laughs> uh, I think in the next batch of episodes we watch, it, it's the Other Tarts episode. And that is one of my favorite rewatch episodes. 
And that's that has cinnamon butt in it as well. I uh, his voice is my maybe my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I was a different person back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anything else before we um transition to closing remarks? Uh no, just uh, we have no sponsors, so thanks no one for sponsoring this. Uh, we are looking at getting audio equipment and maybe editing equipment. So sure. I feel like we deserve it. Because <laughs> Jordan was frustrated with how, how inconsistent the sound is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? Fair. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So if he, if he wants to be our, our first sponsor... I, I'm going to let him. Can you uh, make Jordan change his name to Caspit Mattresses or Red <laughs> Pinafore Meal Delivery Service? Yeah. yeah he'll do whatever. <laughs> he will. He will. <laughs> he will. Uh, and then as far as organizing our Earth, Earth the Second, the first adventure two-hour intro game, mm-hmm. I do not want to do Ooh. something in person. I don't know when I'll have time. I really don't. I it would like to do a... it remotely. Okay, we can do it remotely, but I would like to be in person for that. Okay, so I'm going to remote in. We can dial into you, but I would like to be there in person. Because I have a mini fig. And I have dice. <laughs> I They're timbers colors. They're green dice with gold um, numbering on them. I have a little uh, elasmosaur figure that I've what? had since I was like eight, uh, like a Loch Ness monster dinosaur. Hmm. So that can be my mini fig. Hmm. Oh, you mean the Pokemon Lapras? Yeah. Got the it. Laprasaur. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Before we sign off, um, let's go through any. Um, Oh, we haven't done shout outs yet. Okay. Taylor, would you like to join us for our rote list of shout outs of which you're the first? Uh, yeah. Okay. Ready, set, Taylor. Taylor. Emily. Hey. Kate. Lisa. Kate. Kirsten. Will. Kirsten. Jordan. It's Sam. Uh, Jordan again. Badger only found out like a week ago that Jordan's listening. <laughs> Kelly told me. No, no, I didn't. I said we had a secret listener and you figured it out immediately because you made him crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he and I have texted uh, quite a bit back and forth about whether or not he should listen to it. And? Uh, and I, I think I convinced him. Yeah, yeah sure he, he sure seems to that. enjoy it. But I don't know why. He likes <laughs> your voice. He loves you. Yeah, but he loves he, you. Yeah, but gross. <laughs> Street people, right? Ugh, what a hassle. <laughs> has um has Nicole listened? Uh no, she is not. But she doesn't really listen to podcasts Does anymore. Does she know that you're uh, recording this with us? Does Jordan know? Does anyone know? <laughs> uh, Nicole knows. Um, she actually just got back, so uh, I got to go harass her in a minute. But um, yeah, I, I don't think she's going to listen to my dumb bullshit. Well, mm. that's fine. 
Uh, I did um, not tell Jordan that you're on the podcast, so he'll have oh, shit. ninety minutes to, to to be like, why why is this podcast ninety minutes long? <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll buy the editing equipment so that it never has to be ninety minutes long again. I don't mind it being oh, ninety minutes. I listen to a daily podcast that goes anywhere between an hour and two hours, like five days a week. So I I just yeah. don't have that attention span. Like I have to break up Judge John Hodgman episodes. I can't listen to that. There's a there's a history podcast that I like, but every episode is about four hours. Is it um, hardcore history? Yeah, yeah, it's intense. <laughs> That's too much. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, pop culture recommendations before we uh, close things off for the day. Um, I was in another movie. What? Ooh. Wait. Other than the hiking one? Yeah. Did you hear Kingsley? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's sad because the dishwasher is blocking his food. Hang on a second. Yeah, I know, baby. Yeah, I was in a, another movie called Ring of Spies. It's like a spy versus spy versus spy versus spy versus spy versus spy, versus spy saga that's Whoa. about like, two minutes long. <laughs> that's so complex nice. for such a short film. <laughs> uh, I was in it. Jordan's also in it. Um, I can post the link to Twitter tomorrow since that's when this goes out. <laughs> no, you have to give me the thing because you don't post our Twitter. So that you can, you just told me that you always lose the things that I ask you to post. That's true because you tell me a thing to put up and it's like six days before you post the podcast. So I'm like, I'm not going to search back through our text messages. You're the more organized person. Uh, I mean, am I? You put it in a notes file. That's what you say, yeah. Did I? No, I don't do that. I don't do that. Um, uh, Taylor, what's your pop culture shout out? Uh, yesterday, I went to go see Sorry to Bother You. And I highly, highly recommend that to everyone. I don't even know what that is. Uh, it is uh, it's a movie that was written and directed by Boots Riley. Um it's Boots is a cat. I don't. Name. <laughs> uh, yes, he's got or a lot a, of feline energy about him. Or a blue uh, fingers name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, I'm happy to say that the trailer doesn't give away a whole lot, but it is about a, a, a hard scrabble guy trying to make it in this world, trying to impress his fiance, and it goes places. Holy crap! <laughs> Uh, it's it's kind of in limited release, so it might not be in your town, but uh, it's where we live, and Did I loved it. Did you see it at the Hollywood? No, I just saw it at Lloyd. Oh, wow. oh really? Yeah. They had, yeah, they have like three showings a day, I think. Huh. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to um, see it when it hits second run. Yeah, it doesn't require a big screen or anything, but wow, it's uh, it's something else. Um. My pop culture, because other than watching Mad Men, which I finally finished, I finally did something different, and I went and saw Solo, um, which I was actually kind of surprised is still in theaters, because it's been out for like a couple months now, right? It's, yeah. It's been out for a while. Um, I um, I hadn't, uh, my, um, my best friend and I, who um, used to always go see everything Star Wars uh, opening night, uh, we hadn't talked in a while. I'm not going to go into it, but we hadn't talked in a while. Um, We're talking right now. You're, <laughs> look, 
look, I don't want to explain this again. You are my bestie. He's my best friend. It's different. Oh, that person. Okay. Um, so he and I went and watched a solo and, um, I enjoyed it. Um, I know Badger, you haven't seen it yet. Taylor, have you seen it? I have not. It's the only Star Wars thing I've yet to see. Wow. How did I beat both of you to this? Um, uh, there are some things that get explained in it that are like, uh, you know, kind of, if you are, uh, attentive to Star Wars, um, lore and controversies and like factual inaccuracies you're like okay see what you're doing here um, do, do they retcon the prequels <laughs> in this new movie <laughs> wish um uh i think one of the most notable things in this is well was there anything mentioned about the force in rogue one uh yeah yeah um donnie young's character uh is a disciple of the Force, but he's not a Force user. And um, the Darth I am Vader's the Force and the Force is with me guy, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And Darth Vader's in it, too. Um, yeah. There's, I think, zero mention of the Force in, um, in Solo. So you, you mentioned that it explains stuff, and that's kind of what I hate about origin movies or prequels and stuff, because I'm not a person who needs every little detail no, explained to it's, me. It's right? something that had happened in the original series, everyone's like that's bullshit and then they find a way they, to excuse it in this movie is it the parsec it's thing? A, it's a it's a fucking kessel run yeah right? it is it's the kessel run. god damn it <laughs> i knew it i and i think that if if you are attentive to the series and you see that you're going to be like mentally making the jack off image like hand gesture in your head as you're watching that part of it uh, or if you really like it making it with your hand Mm. <laughs> <laughs> on a person <laughs> oh. um, anyway otherwise I found it enjoyable um, I do know that the the character played by um, what's her name Daenerys Targaryen uh, several actresses of color had tried out for the part and they cast her and I'm like why because I feel like these are movies that we could always use more people of color. Um, but there are... Well, she has such great acting ability. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know why, but she screamed in the middle of it, where, her, where are her dragons? So... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fine. But And, and there are um, women of color in this movie, but I, I'm, of, I'm of the opinion that, like, why would you even have to have white people? Why? Why? Well, they they gave a droid boobs, didn't they? For um, fuck's sake. She had more like like childbearing hips. I wouldn't say I oh. saw boobs, but she was definitely feminine hipped. Because there was there's a part of the marketing which which soured me to the whole experience of how it's the first female droid, but like I wasn't aware that they had genders before this. Right. I never saw. K2SO's penis, and if any droid had one, it would be him. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I looked. <laughs> Furthermore, remember, there is a distinction between sex and gender. So even if yes. you never saw Excuse a droid's me. penis, you don't know what sex they are. Well, I never saw any genitals on any droids. Um, or indications that they had a gender. I will say that um, you start to realize that like, you can kind of accept whatever this actor's name is as 
as Han Solo and it's fine. But Donald Glover is very good at being Lando Calrissian. Very good. Yeah, I don't think there was any threat there. He, but I think he exceeded expectations. He's, he did it very well. Oh, good. Um, Well, that main character is, that made, the actor was really good in Hail Caesar as the cowboy character. Was that him? Yeah, that was him. Same guy. I saw Hail Caesar and I can't remember ever seeing this guy before. Um, Yep. He, he pulls off the kind of like, um, Rye Harrison Ford like cockiness pretty well, so kudos to him because that's a really really hard thing to fill. Nice, yeah. okay. Um, so I do recommend watching it. It was a good you know couple hours spent on a very hot afternoon in an air conditioned room. So, all right. Um, has everybody um, given their shout outs and recommendations for the for the day? Yep. Yeah, I guess so. Well, um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Sex Time Pod or on Facebook at Sex Time Podcast. And we do engage with anyone who engages with us, which is so far Taylor. Yeah. Because so, Taylor chased off everyone. <laughs> is that how that happened? Yeah. I I'm very possessive. <laughs> like, they're my friends. Get away, devils. <laughs> um we um we are uh not talking about sex in the city specifically this week because we are participating in the boycott of amazon in alignment with the um, workers who are striking against the unfair labor practices of amazon as a corporation jeff bezos you have more money than god give some of it away you fucking fuck right (laughs) right yeah yep um so Adventure Time um, is great, and these these episodes are getting more and more profound by the week, and I'm really appreciating that. And I um, am so sad that we have to continue with the Sex and the City part of it, but that's the deal with the devil we need. Um, uh, uh, and while we're think- here, hmm. so even even though all three of us are here, I'm gonna as a, a pop culture thing, I'm gonna endorse the uh, Taylor's Twitter. Shell RPG. I think it's one oh. of the more enjoyable Twitter accounts. It is. Thank you. Great. Yeah, great, great like, pacing huh. and intonation. Before, <laughs> before I saw anyone else comment on that article about the guy who bought a guillotine and doesn't know what to do with it, I saw Taylor's tweet about how he had a couple of ideas, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the kind of quality content that you get. I think Shell RPG. <laughs> At some point, I mentioned that I was doing, I don't know, new hobby or new movie or, so, you know, something that made me more busy. <laughs> Taylor wrote back something like, sit in a room with no art and no pictures. You have a disease. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good sweater, Brent. Um. Thank you so much for joining us today, Taylor. Um, I, of course, it was, it was a lot of fun. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said convincingly. With, with a gun against yes. his head. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> um, next time, we should be probably back to our normal format. We will eventually have Emily, the very real person, participate as well. Um, and until then, 
Thank you so much for listening and please engage with us on social media because we will engage back. All right. Anyone else want to say goodbye? Goodbye. I love you. Okay. To the audience, not you two. You two are just a mess. (laughs) Fair. Badger? No. All right. Until next time, this has been uh, Sex Sex Time time. Pod. Over and out. (laughs) 